Go back to the Meiji era with Rioni Kenshin Origin, the live action with us today. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Otaku Movie Anatomy. Uh, thanks for watching Otaku Movie Anatomy. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes. And hit that thumbs up on YouTube and follow us at The Popcorn Talk. Yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. Damn. Uh, that was a really good intro. Thank you. That was my, you just, my best radio announcer voice. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you just felt so inspired by this theme music that's yeah, happening right now. Or maybe you should uh, try to talk over it, too. <laughs> that was a little hard. That was a little hard. Knife slashing. Um, but yeah. I would have to say, it's some good background music, especially if you're trying to make something feel really epic. Very like epic. But I do feel like <laughs> it's missing something since we're not all like trying to stab each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's something. Oh, no. I'm actually trying to stab you, man, under the table. I just oh. can't uh, see my hands. With your third arm. Yes. <laughs> I got gross. No. Yeah. Come on now. Come on no. now. No. All right. Back to the topic. Uh, so today, we're going to talk about... Uh, Rionic Kenshin, the origin live action movie, it was in theaters for a limited release last week for three days, which yeah. is kind of a bummer, but also really cool because it's more than one day. It's more than one day, and they brought zero. it to America, yeah. and it was in like real theaters mm-hmm. and not just it like was. the really specialty ones. It was playing uh, at the Lemley by my house. Oh, wow. Shit. I know. But That's did you know, kind of like, crazy. I was, I was doing some other research on older anime that when they brought over, like, um, uh, like then uh, just scroll and stuff. They had that mm-hmm. theatrical release of that as well, but it was like oh, two th- was but like there was no internet, so no one knew that it happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that we had like a couple anime releases like at the little tiny art cinema in the town where yeah, I grew yeah, up. Yeah. V- very progressive. Well, I remember when they did like Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Yeah, yeah. What? actual they had theatrical yeah. releases. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. For American Nightmare, but they had like yeah. a little Aww. like a little ad in the LA Times. Oh, yeah. that's awesome! Like a yeah. printed fucking square. I know because my fiance has that clipping. Is it framed? Is it like really they have nice? a scrapbook of just vampire yeah. shit? Like, <laughs> this much. is my life. Like, this is my album. And like glitter. Um, yep. <laughs> all right. So who are we? I'm Max Song. Uh, you can find me at Max Salts at the Every Place, and everyone else, our usual suspects, and our special guest Emma. Introduce yourselves. Great. <laughs> what? what are we hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm Yuma. You can find me ever on the internet at Yuma Ninja. <laughs> I'm Emma. I can be found all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. At my name. Yeah. Wow. 60% I, What's your name? What's your name, Michelle? Uh, <laughs> I am Chubby Bunny Michelle. I got it right that time. You can find me everywhere on the internet at I am Chubby Bunny. All right. Well, we have to thank Funimation for giving us uh, an advanced screening of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Shout to see to it in, in theaters. <laughs> and when I first saw this movie, I was like, man, this movie's awesome if it wasn't on the back of a airplane seat. Because yes. that's where I first saw this movie <laughs> right, going right. in Japan. Uh, and it was still really good, mm-hmm. but, you know, very tiny. Yeah. So to see it in, like, the theaters with, like, the nice surround sound <laughs> yeah. and it being bigger than a tablet... Awesome. It's, it's like, a, yeah, I explained it, and I wrote an article or review on Geek.com about it, but I explained it as, a, like, kind of a coming to Jesus moment. Because when you yep. see it in the theater, you kind of get, like, the reactions from your fellow nerds that are just, like, kind yeah. of waiting for some kind of good live-action so adaptation for yeah. so long. Yeah. We sat through all the Attack on Titans. We know how bad it can get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't watch this. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, well, it's interesting for me because I had a, a very different experience than the rest of you did because you'd all already seen this film and I oh, had yeah. not. Oh, yeah. 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 
And I think all of you at some point, I know certainly Michelle was very harping on me about the fact that this movie was so good that it was such a good live uh, Mm -hmm. live action adaptation. And I was like, all right, okay, cool. And then (laughs) then it came to the point where Funimation was having the screening of it and I got invited and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go watch it now. And now I actually don't want to watch the other two because it was so, (laughs) until I see them on the big screen because it was such Mm -hmm. an incredible experience to, to see this film for the very first time on the big screen. I'm pretty sure I sat in the theater. If you're listening, you should watch on YouTube because I'm going to show you my facial yeah. expression, which was something like this mm-hmm. like, <laughs> for the entire movie. It was like, so good. She saw the face um, of Kenshin Jesus. Uh, <laughs> speaking of seeing the next two movies on the big screen, I believe Funimation is going to release it, uh, the second movie, on September 12th to the 14th. Yep. Um, and the third movie, The Legend End, which is the second part of Kyoto Inferno, Technically, a one movie. Yeah. It's technically yeah. one movie. You have to watch both. A four-hour one movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> it sounds uh, weird if it's just watch the first one. <laughs> yeah, and it's coming out on October 3rd to the 5th. So, uh, let's just go through some movie stats. I don't know if we... Okay, so we covered the first two movies already. You mean the last, last two, two movies? Two, sorry, the last two movies. Kind of going out of order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so we are going... should also go back and watch those two, that, that our review, once the movies come out. Yeah. Right. Don't for, spoil for it now. for yourself. Yeah. Um, but... The theatrical release came out in Japan on August 25th, 2012. Which um, is so, so it's long kind of ago. a long so ago. Four right? years yeah. ago is so long ago. <laughs> it, so yeah. long ago. it grossed 36 million and 60 million worldwide, so it did pretty well God, for you know a live action anime movie. Yeah. Um, for a Japanese live action, yeah, that's a lot of money. A lot. Because it was actually money. good, and yeah. they spent real money making it, not like five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> five dollars. Listen, I, I think they maybe spent twenty dollars on like, all of the Attack on Titan. Is yeah. worth two thousand yen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your budget. Make us a great movie. We have high expectations yeah. for you. Please make us the next Avatar. <laughs> um, so the synopsis is uh, actually relatively close to the original Kenshin manga. It's mm-hmm. his origin story when he first meets Karu and comes to the Kamiya Dojo and meets mm-hmm. Yaiko. And Sonoski. Well, yeah, and then they kind of. Best dirty shirt yeah. who stays dirty the whole movie. He's you know? very dirty. <laughs> yeah, like, so bad. Everyone else is fine. Yeah. Everyone else is squeaky clean. And that's Yahiko's true. just like, like rolling yeah, in I mean, dirt all like, the time. Megumi, Megumi comes out dirty and Yahiko shows her where the bath is and he's yeah. like never used it in his That's true. Everyone else, too, like his dirty makeup is so consistently in the same spot. It really spot. is. Yeah. It really is. It's like they. It's like because of like child labor laws, they only have it for one day. Yeah, exactly. we're going to do all all the shots. All the shots. And you just stay dirty, please. He did it all in greasy and they just put him into the other shots. <laughs> That's not what happened. It was very good. Good job, little kid Yaiko. Yeah, 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 it goes really now an adult man yeah. by all, all, all of his five scenes of him being dirty was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, he, um, he was everything that I dreamed Yaiko would be because, like, I remember, you know, watching Kenshin as a kid and. Uh, this is going to be a weird tangent for a second, but I was playing Dungeons and Dragons at the time, and like I was obsessed with Yaiko and the fact that he was basically became Karu's apprentice, yeah. and so I wanted an apprentice character in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, wow. She wanted a slave of Yaiko. Did he badmouth you all the time and call uh, yeah, you ugly? Was, no, he was the worst. Oh, he, was <laughs> a little, he was a little better behaved than Yaiko. Wait, but he like, was a bitch mm. in the anime. I forgot about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. so mean to her. He's pretty yeah. well behaved in the movie. Can he you is. Kind of. 
He, he's still kind of a little mean. <laughs> yeah, but but he needs that little bit of mean, mean, arrogant spirit for, just, you know, being Yannicka. Uh, the movie is just like a bit rough around the edges. Yeah. He's just yeah. physically dirty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just to go over a little bit of the movie premise, uh, it's set in 1868, and it's the end of the Bakumatsu War, the beginning of the Meiji era. Uh, the former assassin, Kenji Nomura, he basically decides to not kill because he killed so many people in the war that he was like, I'm done with this. Uh, and so now, in the Meiji era, this era of peace where, you know, swords have been outlawed and samurai families are just collapsing uh, under this new era of peace, uh, Kenshin is sort of just this wandering samurai and he is attacked by Karu um, because she thinks that he is the uh, this killer that's going around saying that they're using the Kamiya Kasin style of sword Style to sword. murder people. To murder people. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a sword that saves, uh, and so that's how they meet. And then all of a sudden, they all kind of somehow coincidentally meet each other. And then uh, Megumi appears, mm-hmm. and then this whole plot just like forms yeah. around Megumi. Yeah. Well, yeah. in the beginning, it was really just like I'm a wandering guy. Yeah, it's yeah. true. What I found in this movie that is there, there's two through plots. One is redemption, I want to be a better person, mm-hmm. and all the emotional great character arcs that happen in the movie are from that. The secondary plot just keeps Kenshin in town, yes. and yeah. that is that there is a drug lord, and shit is going down, and the police need him to stay, and they're going to like yeah. kidnap him and make him go to the police station to make him stay and help them. Yeah. Yeah. And like he gets, and that's how he gets caught up with Kaoru, because those mm. drug lords are also bothering her in her dojo. Right. Yeah. So these two plots, the other one being kind of shitty... Does keep him in town. Sure <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's, a lot, yeah. there's a lot for Kenshin to do. Yeah, um, but it works. So for, I mean, guys, he's the title character. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and so the main the main bad guy in this is Kanryu. Kanryu is a uh, drug lord, and I guess he's making opium. Um, yes. yes. And yes. the reason that he attacks Kami and Kashin Dojo is because he wants to level that whole area and turn it into docks, yeah. uh, which is why they end up attacking the dojo. And I guess that's where they that's, that's where they find Magumi because she like kind of appears at the dojo. Like Yaiko finds Magumi, yeah, and then she she's like, like kind of lives yeah, in, she's the, like a side yeah. in the rain. And then she just sort of like lives at the <laughs> yeah. dojo at that He's point. Like, yeah. Basically, she shows up like near the dojo on like a side street. Yeah, yeah. no shoes. And he's just like, yeah, and he's like, oh, come in, I'll show you where the bath is. And yeah. then she just starts living there. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's really great no about what happens with Magumi in this movie because in the in the anime you don't forget she was just very like sexy like oh. Okay. Tension and like, mm-hmm. kind of was always like, God damn it, you know, get out of my yeah. area. And in this movie, like, she starts, you, you're interested in her as a very, like, broken yeah, down character yeah. who's has nothing. And yeah. when she, as soon as she takes a shower and she, like, appears there before kind of yeah. these people, she's able to transform herself yeah. into kind of maybe who she really is. Yeah. Or, or it's an alternate version of herself that's kind of funny and sexy. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I actually nice. found that Megumi as a character, and I mean, you know, in the series, it's like she eventually gets there, but because you're working with a, such smaller amount of time in the mm. film they I think they really capture her very well and make her a lot more interesting and sympathetic right from the get go yeah. yeah uh so this movie is actually the first two major arcs of the Kenshin manga it would be the first season of the anime uh, and it's kind of this weird mix and hybrid between the two. Yeah. It's not, yeah. because those are actually three individual arcs. Uh, Jine is also one of the main antagonists in this one, uh, where it should have actually been Aoshi, um, because. When, oh, when, that's right. When, <laughs> like not yeah. in this movie. So we're, we're going to just go over some uh, anime versus yeah. the that movie comparison. Right. Aoshi does not, yeah. he would have shown up at this point yeah. in the plot. So the and first, then in the second movie, he's just there yeah oh, well. the, the first arc the first arc what happens is that uh you know 
Kenshin and Kaoru meet, and you know, there's a dude that's going around being a murderer. That's the first yeah, arc, the and the second arc is a Jine, and he's just sort of going around killing people and he also meets Sonosuke during this period right. uh, and they have to defeat Jine and then the whole Jine ca- uh, captures Kaoru and then he's like you have to turn to the Batosai right. again and then she breaks out and she's like uh, he's like ah, whatever and kills himself and then the third the third major arc is when they introduced Megumi um Aoshi yeah. and uh, Kanryu. Kan- yeah. Because Aoshi is a part of the Oniwaba. He is, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And all of the hired oh, thugs oh that Gina is supposed to have. Yeah, yeah. He's, him, right? he's yeah. under uh, under Aoshi, and mm-hmm. the yes. reason that they're working for him is to become the, uh, the strongest m- group of mercenaries mm-hmm. in this time. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, and so the difference is in this movie. <laughs> um, is Jine is actually working under Kanryu. Aoshi and the Oniwaban are not even a part of yeah, it at not. all. Uh, and they um, and the main henchmen, the two henchmen, are actually from the third, third like big arc that mm-hmm. you you don't actually see. That's when uh, um, God, what is his name? The sister. That's where Samurai X Revelations happens. I can't. I can't remember the name. I know it's in here yeah. somewhere. Uh, what is what is the there's name? A, there's a it, the thing Anishi. about yeah yeah. I mean the thing about Kenshin is that it, it's so you know there's so much like history in it, and so some of these names are like real people and real mm-hmm. locations, and yeah. then there's all the characters that are created for the series, yeah. and so there's a lot of people to keep track of. Absolutely. Is basically what I'm saying. Um, uh, speaking of people keeping track of, we are looking at chat. My computer's not loaded. Oh, I got it here. Uh, who do we got there? Yeah, um, Ronaldo Villanueva is like all all up all up in this chat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, basically saying uh, that it was it was interesting how they kind of put three storylines into one uh-huh. and that you know certain segments of it were rushed but if you didn't know it didn't feel and even knowing it didn't yeah. feel rushed like, yeah. like and you I forgot about those guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I agree with them I think that the uh, yeah, the, the pacing was really quite good I think yeah. like the only thing that like we didn't know since we were watching it because you know I hadn't seen it in so long yeah like, like, we were showing our tongue I was like oh yeah I forgot there's like six bad guys at the end there's there so are many guys. six right. bad guys yeah. and all the six bad guys are from uh, Other... an arc an arc that no there's no anime arc for it yeah it's, it's um, the end of the manga and it never really got serialized which sucks mm. because it's that's basically how you the final conclusion with Anishi uh, being the sister that like gave Kenshin the scar from, right. from Trust right. and Betrayal right, right, from right. Samurai X. Yes. So from so this particular movie, I forget, <laughs> also has Samurai X stuff in But it's uh, quick. I was wondering, because I forgot how that went down in this movie, because they were yeah. just very quick, like, this happened, there's a lot of rain. All they, all they do is, like, they show him Killing her fiance, yeah. and then and so then he gets his first car, and then they don't show suddenly, the second one. Yeah, the second one is just her appears. Her, appears. her crying, and no, she does it. I remember her yes. doing no, it. No, no, yeah. in the movie. No, was, in the movie she does it. She does it, but um, it's like in a flashback scene. It's so minor. They don't really see. You don't really see yeah. like the full story, but basically, yeah. Yeah. it's like they she. Uh, basically falls in love with Kenshin, but is actually a trap to Well, no, I know that, but I, I don't remember yeah. that part being in the movie. I don't remember the it's, second scar being in the exactly, movie. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I, I think, like, maybe it's in I the think second there movie? was only the first scar. It was, I know that it was very, very minor. The first scar was in the fight, and I feel like at some yeah. point he'd had a flashback, and she did it, and that was it. Yeah. That was like I don't remember that else. flashback. I, I think she said, I think the whole thing is, I, I looked for that. Yeah. He, he just said it. Yeah, I was going to say. And the woman gave me the second scar. Yeah, exactly. It was implied, but you didn't actually 
see her physically cut his yeah, face. Exactly. So as long as he's her crying. So yeah, it was very it was very much just like they didn't even show her face when she's crying. I think they didn't really even no, cast she just, her. She's just wailing. Yeah. So it, it, they didn't cast her. They didn't even cast her. Yeah, they didn't really cast anyone important. It's like just a body over another body wailing. That yeah. entire it's just a doll. It's not it's like yeah. a person. It's just a, a, a stunt weeper. Uh, so uh, uh, let's see what happened. Uh, what happened? What happened? And so there's so many like different n- the nods to like all the different parts of the series, which I thought is always great. You know, it's like because yeah. you can tell that this movie was made for fans, mm-hmm. like something that like we would all enjoy. And if you really, really, really were into the series, you'd be able to pick up on little yeah. things. Like yeah. just those bad guys, like are pretty are just like when I first saw them, I was like. Are, Wait, it's from, yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. from like the the only the only manga season. Like that's crazy yep. because yeah. they're cartoon characters yeah. in the manga. Like they're based after Venom. This one other dude, he like so the the brawler dude. He is a guy that wears all camo and has dreadlocks and right. and then, oh, yeah. and then his, oh, his whole God. his attack style is sambo. Like this weird Brazilian martial arts, yeah. and he has these gauntlets, and he fights Sonosuke. and so that battle is was one of them. I'm like, mm. oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another uh, Gien, which is the mask dude mm-hmm. with the, this really silly looking dude, where yeah. he just like he takes out the mask a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and he's like this the whole he's time. Like- <laughs> He's like edge lord. It wasn't even attached to his head. He was just holding, holding it. Yeah, holding it over. <laughs> like a dick. And then you're like, you're like, oh, that's a little weird. And then you realize that that's one piece. Yeah. <laughs> like you just take the, the whole piece. thing off. Um, <laughs> the worst part is that, like when you look at his face, it's like it's not that bad though, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you look like a normal human. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. Yeah. I um, do feel like like the Kenshin movies, I think in general, are very similar to like all the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where it's just like yeah. they've taken stuff from the actual source yeah. Yeah. put it together, put Easter eggs in it for fans, and yeah. it worked on a really great level. Yeah. And yeah. and I think, too, I want to just shout out, uh, Ronaldo in the chat says that he misses the ninja with the claws on his hands. Yes, <laughs> the, the dude that's basically <laughs> Venom, yeah. and his whole thing is, like, he drills in the earth. God damn. Yes. Yeah. Oh and then God, he had, like, re- super, like, he his power was to throw rocks really fast, so <laughs> that was, like, his thing. This was during um, the time of very gimmicky <laughs> I forgot yeah, how gimmicky yeah. it was because this movie really glosses over the terrible shit <laughs> and yeah. just kind of cool martial arts. Yeah, I mean that, and I think that's what it. And this is just speaking to um, what you may was saying about them, you know, just incorporating little bits and pieces mm-hmm. of the series specifically for fans because it is fun as a fan to be able to pick those things out. Yeah. However, I think it works as a film. You know, yeah, it's just a normal film without yeah, any context. I mean, I was I was sitting next to a couple people who were not Rooney Kenshin fans. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were just you yeah. know invited yeah. to the screening and. They both were like, "No, that was that was really good. Yeah. Like, it it's, works. it's a it's a solid movie. Yeah. It works as a yeah. samurai film. And yeah. the thing is, like, this is definitely more along. It's a little bit grittier than Kenshin because Kenshin's. I mean, it can get it's pretty inter- violent. Yeah. But I was gonna say it's interesting because because Rony Kenshin the series. I agree with you. It can get really violent, but it's like so colorful. It's very cheery. <laughs> like and you know, like, like, a lot of humor in the beginning. Yeah, of yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and then it just takes a dark turn. Like don't yeah. forget about those filler episodes, guys. Yeah, the- Which oh. it does. Uh, well, those filler like, episodes. There was are, a grandpa. Where the grandpa was in the he was in mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the he, grandpa. Cloud was not alone. <laughs> 
That's right. Yeah. She yeah. did have a grandpa. That's not that's not his grandpa. That is a doctor that goes around and is also oh, okay. the just, is the is the main doctor of the village. You actually see him. You see he's in the movie. This makes way more sense. He's the Chinese medicine man that's in the movie. Because in this movie, I remember this happening and being confused because Again, it's like the third or fourth time I've seen it. It's like, wait, the kids in, in the kids in the village are sick. Why are they bringing the Kaoru's dojo? She's not a doctor, and how do they know there's a doctor there? Because right. Megumi's like, I'm a doctor, I can help. And I remember in the manga and in the anime, anime. they bring them there because the grandpa is it's right dying there. Yeah. Is, is staying there. But the, in this yeah. movie, they're just like, you have a lot of space. Have a sick baby. You have this baby. Okay, but this is this is a, a consistent <laughs> theme that we see in anime, yeah. which is that. There's no greater authority than like the local dojo or shrine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you bring all your. Yeah, it's like That's in every freaking episode. Just it's just like, having so much yeah. space, you it's know. Like in, in Sailor Moon, anytime a child goes missing, everyone just goes to the Hikawa Shrine and like prays about it. It's like, yeah. guys, yeah. do you maybe want to go to the police? <laughs> you know, the police can't do anything. They don't have magical anime, powers. The police don't you know, do anything. I think it's even funnier. It's like you know, like when Kaoru's dojo's like getting trashed. Yeah. yeah. It's just like all the people in the village seem to really like you and they, they come to your place. But the none end. of them show up. Like yeah. they come at the very yeah. end after the shit's all done. <laughs> well, so. yeah, they're just like, oh man, we heard a really loud noise. It's like, yeah, yeah. Just like, you yeah, mean there the was big like group of guys? Ago. Yeah. yeah. Like even that huge ago. like mob of yeah. people. Yeah, like, did you see them walking through the town? I know. Like, they're also very carrying bats. <laughs> yeah, they're all very shady characters yeah, too. You knew that something bad was going to happen with them around. Those neighbors fucking sat on their hands like, oh, yeah. we love you, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sick kids, uh, Subame is actually shown uh, in the in the sick kid scene when when they're carrying that little right. girl. The little the, girl. The, the oh girl. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about her. That's Subame. <laughs> I totally um, forgot about her. They also show Tay from Ake. Okay, uh, Beko, when they're eating the beef pots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. In the scene like where, her. in the scene where Sonosuke first shows Who's up in the movie, yeah. it's and so good. Max, you should write an article about like ten Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Those are Easter eggs. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I basically just that's the stuff that I like got me really jazzed when I first yeah. saw that movie. Yeah. You know, so that's why it's kind of always they, left this they, impression on me. They did it with care, and they didn't just make a movie to make yeah. a big blockbuster movie. They yeah. like, cared about the material. Yeah, they really they made us. a good movie that is would <laughs> yeah. just be a good, good movie, movie. Oh, but also made it so that fans could like. Actually, grab onto something. Why is which, it so hard for? I don't really like, yeah, it's so saying. weird. It's like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe recipe. They got it. Yeah. Mm. So it's like Warner Brothers get on the ball. <laughs> Why? Or like, oh. like Attack on Titan. Oh. Attack on Titan. You know, like, get on that. Apparently, it's not that easy. If, so many, if, if uh, everyone's yeah. failing except for Marvel, who has crazy Disney money, money it's like yeah. maybe they're the formula. Maybe well, to be fair, either. Kenshin didn't have crazy yeah, they Disney, didn't have money. Disney money. They had they had like a. I'm sure they had they a had modest a very, budget. They had a, a very large budget. budget for the kind of movie they were making. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, they their like premise is a little bit easier to like manipulate. Like Attack on Titan is going to be a little bit hard because you know they're giant titans. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to give it excuses, but. You know, this samurai movies have been so yeah, I mean, a part of Japanese culture. <laughs> but I feel like my problem with the Attack on Titan movies wasn't the Titans per se. Sure. It wasn't the Titans. <laughs> it, yeah. was it was everything. everything. Um, but it yeah, was they, a weird lovemaking and, and attempted lovemaking. Love 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 babies. Uh, it's not about Attack on Titan. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say uh, I, they were able to treat this movie like a historical drama, and which mm. is something that they're yeah. they've had a lot of practice with. Like mm. yeah. Yeah. this wasn't their first rodeo, being like, let's film something in old times of Japan. Oh, how do we make those buildings? Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. Do. yeah they just <laughs> and it's their own it. culture, so they weren't able like. Yeah, they were just they had a lot less things to fuck up. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yep. And uh, Saito doesn't show up until the second season. I hope. I wonder if anyone remembered that. In the in the manga, in the, ma- in yeah. the manga, he doesn't yeah. show up until Kyoto arc. Oh. So yeah. but he shows up like right at the beginning then, yeah. of this movie. He He's sure like, does. And then he's trying to find Kanryu, mm-hmm. which right. makes no they, the writing sense, on this, the rewriting on this is very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, it is. I mean, they it's really like, good. They had to connect all these parts yeah. together, and they're like, you know what? We can't show every single bad guy. Let's at least just. Get, well, the ones that make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. well, and actually that, that speaks to what um, Revolutionary Chris in the chat says, um, best anime to live action ever. I love mm. part one the most because it took pieces of the anime and manga and mixed it, it into yeah. one movie. Right. And it was yeah. it was a story, again, like we've been saying, that was very much inspired by uh-huh. the source material but wasn't just page to screen the source material. It was a really interesting, well-done mm. interpretation right. of it. And, yeah. to, and to think that like they kept this... Spirit of the characters, but yes, was also, yes, exactly. but was exactly also able is. to like throw them into this narrative where it logically makes sense for them to be there. Yeah, it's not. Exactly. They're not. It's not just like Saito is there because. He's there, you know. Right. It's not just like he just wandered into it's, the scene. And he's like, "I'm Saito." Yeah. You know, it's definitely not like like where you've seen other movies like like with ensemble cast and the adaptations fail. We're just like, "Hey, remember me? I was in the I was in the manga. Remember Here me? I am. I'm that guy. Yes, nobody no, do my signature move yeah. for no reason. Everything felt very justified in this. Okay. And even though yes, it did culminate in here are all the bad guys, here are all the good guys. We're just gonna have a yeah. big fight. Uh, it, it, yeah, they didn't take time to name them or do no, yeah. no, not at all. And it and it what? Yeah, they didn't call it out. They just let it happen and it was great yeah and then you just kind of like pick it out yourself it's almost feels like they think that the people that are viewing the movie are intelligent which would be ridiculous because technically it would this if this were like a warner brothers movie it would all be like like people explaining what they are. I am Anishi. Yeah, I am Banji, the man that fights with his fists. <laughs> it's like talking exposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. showing not telling, guys. Give it a shot. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So that's basically. Well, there's also nostalgic. Uh, nostalgic Samurai X music. I don't know if you noticed that. It's just a little thing. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a full thing. It's just there's little like from bits the, of the OBAs, track. you mean? Or yeah, from yeah. the OBAs. Oh. So I just for you guys, that. if anyone's listening or watching that's not from uh, North America, um, we, we called it Roni Kenshin here and then Samurai X were the OBAs. Mm-hmm. I know in the yeah, UK the everything else was called Samurai X the whole way through. Yeah. Right. So oh, it was yeah. very confusing, confusing. when oh, this came out. Okay. I was like, what, is, what movie is this? Well, <laughs> and I remember even as you know, a teenager or watching Rurouni Kenshin, and then the Samurai X OVAs came out, and I was like, "But this, but this is, is just Rurouni Kenshin." I just think happened because I had I had begun like I started watching Rurouni Kenshin, and then I rented Samurai yeah. X, and I was like, "But this is Kenshin." Yeah. <laughs> yep. I just thought it was supposed to be like a super dramatic title, like Samurai <laughs> yeah. X, and it you know, because like it was a little more edgy. It was, it was the very thing, dark. I was yeah. going to say the thing that I think is interesting though is I feel like this film is. Tonally, even though yes, the characters are very true to the characters that we see in Roni Kenshin, they're more the the overall tone and feel of it is a little more like the the OVAs, yeah. So yes. Samurai X, if you will, yes. I did. I did like that they threw in yeah. like, the bits of comedy, though. Like, yeah, like, yeah Sonosuke like, is like yeah. pure oh comedy. Let's just talk about Sonosuke for the rest of the show. <laughs> I he is 
the best because the thing about him he's Michelle's favorite character he's my favorite he's uh, the best character I you agree. could take this favorite. guy out of the movie uh-huh. you could take him totally out <laughs> nothing would change at all so like true. they would still get to the end of the problem and defeat because he doesn't really help do anything yeah. he beats like one guy up but the, his scenes are they're fucking so magic. Good. They're, they're, they're so good. Oh my god. Good. Him and Kenshin's like initial fight when they meet is yeah. the funniest, oh yeah. best thing. And it, the choreography is great, great. And he has yeah. a stupid, uh, what's Sabato? His uh, horse. The Sakabato. Uh, yeah, the Sakabato. Yeah. yeah. And there's a bot and a toe in there. But it's like the giant horse killing uh, yeah. sword, sword that used to be used by the Mongolian. Yeah, he only uses it twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it doesn't, it doesn't appear for the rest of the movie. It's just gone. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the series. Yeah. The, the only thing about Sonosuke, though, is like they kind I feel like they cheapened his character a little bit. He is because, comedic relief. Yeah. I agree. Because his, his history, like the reason that he is Sonosuke and the reason that he wears like evil on mm-hmm. his back is Aku. because of the um, the traitorous like rebellion army right, so basically, right. where, where the Meiji Meiji government basically betrayed like this group of people uh, and so Sagara is his, like the commander's last and that's how he takes it. And so mm-hmm. there's like this very robust story that Sonosuke has that they just basically like because that's when it's revealed when Kenshin and him find mm-hmm. it's like you know you're you're uh, they talk it out yeah you're yeah. like Bakamatsu or you're a uh, Meiji bastard person and then they like fight each other because he was like you know I want to see this Meiji government is like so corrupt mm-hmm. you know like yeah. this is what you fought for and in this one it's more like they come over and he's like I don't really want to fight anymore. Yeah. And that's the whole reason to him stopping. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, was like, yeah, like, whatever. We had a bra. I can't beat you. Yeah, whatever. Kenshin was literally like, do you really want to work for this guy? And he's like, no, not really. And then, to be fair, we were talking about characters not just popping out of the woodwork. He pops out of the woodwork, right? <laughs> about when uh, when he just like shows up at Kaoru's dojo. Yeah. When, at what point? Um, oh, uh, when the sick kids. Uh, when, yeah, when the kids yeah, are all sick. He's just yeah. like, I'm also here to have, I have a kid. I don't know. I'm at the dojo now because something happened in the village and everyone just goes to the dojo. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the only thing like that I can't buy about the actor who plays it, he's so skinny and so small. He is. He and is. like, Little. Sano in like, He's big. He's yeah. really beefy to carry Mune that big. Takaoki would be very sad to hear this. He's Aww. so like every time I see him like brawl, I'm like, but he's so willowy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's but he plays the character he, really yeah. he well. He's got a great like his facial feet, his emotions are yeah. really, really like they're like sun out. And oh like, yeah. Totally. Ted wasn't necessarily like a super huge dude. There are much bigger people than him. He was pretty mm-hmm. wayfish for the most part. Yeah. You know, so uh, I mean, though he was a tad bit shorter, as long as he's taller than Kaoru and Kenshin, yeah. he's like, yeah. you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You skilled it, hey, like, properly, I guess. I can't remember, is it this movie or the next movie? Because he has that little jacket. He, like, loses, it's gone for the rest of... Oh, that's the second one. Second movie. Oh, yeah. In the second movie, I was he, like, just, he definitely he's has just, a jacket. Like, got the pants, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> he's like, I just wear pants now. I've given up the life of having a jacket. I got that wrapping, you know, I got See, my, maybe, cor- I was my, my medieval See, corset. See, maybe that's it, is that for the most part, he's been wearing the jacket in this, so I haven't really, like, because he Taller yeah. than Kenshin Kaoru, yeah. so I haven't like really noticed how he tiny he is. For the second movie, I can't yeah. remember. In the second movie, or is he, he, the same? he just he just he looks the same, but more he... oily. <laughs> no, he, just, he looks a little bit older. I would say. I'm just a I would say bit. like like bigger thing. Like no. He, no, no, he's the same way. You notice dude. it more in the second movie because he's not wearing the jacket. He's, yeah. he, he doesn't get chilly ever. Yeah. <laughs> he does not get the chills. So. Yeah, uh, Michelle, did you want to talk oh, about sure. some awesome fight choreography? So the reason, one of the reasons this movie holds up so well is because yeah. they did not skimp on the choreography. They did oh, not. They did not. Um, so they we have, uh, this is something we didn't talk about in the last the last time we talked about the other movies, is that they hired Kenjin Tanigaki, who is responsible for 
some people say he's responsible for making Jet Li's career. Um, he's done a lot of really amazing martial arts films for this. Um, a lot of uh, classic Hong Kong action movies like Peter Chan's Dragon, Legend of the Fist, Blade Two. That was him making that stuff. So he's done like uh, yeah, as we call them real movies. Like <laughs> he's done real choreography for other people, not just sure. like Lots Japanese of l- adaptations yeah. of things. Uh-huh. I mean, is Legend of the Fist the same as Fist of Legend? Yes, probably. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. I just because that's the Jet Li movie. Because I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. When oh. you said it, I was like, well, did he do Fist, Fist of Legend? Because yeah. that is a fucking is not, good movie. Isn't that Legend of the Fist? It's uh, it's it, if they translated just, it, uh, it depends on who translated it. Because right. I think most Americans would know it's Fist of Legend. Well, Wikipedia translated this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably um, called that in like yeah, the it's actual. Yeah, that's probably what that's actually called. Yeah, literal the thing. So um, yeah, we get a lot of really amazing choreography. Um, yep. You notice that even uh, so, whether he's one on one with like Senosuke or you know just like that the one bad guy with all the strings. That yeah. What a great goddamn battle! Um, each battle has kind of its own characteristics, their yeah. own yeah. kind of style mm-hmm. of fighting. They I use. agree. It's not really so much Kenshin that changes. Is that every time he faces a new person, it's like a new jutsu. You know, like yeah, we've yeah. got. Um, so we talked about Sano already, but um, oh my god, when Senosuke fights the monk. Uh, that is the best, like, Jackie that's such, Chan That's a really good oh, fight. It's so yeah. good. It's it is. Really good it is. Fight. It totally yeah. is, like, Jackie Chan kung fu. Like, yeah. equal parts, like, totally badass fighting. And, and just physical comedy. Yeah. physical comedy. And it's yeah. like, it, it's Jackie Chan style in the sense of that he's basically using everything around him. Yes. And he's, like, kind of yes. going through whatever is physically there. Exactly. And, and you get the feeling, like, oh, this is a brawler's brawl. Yes. This yeah. isn't just, like, And they, like, like say it out loud, like, hey, we're both brawlers. Yeah. Yeah. Let it be known. Yes. Revolutionary Chris thinks that this has the best fight choreography of all three films. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say, yeah. yeah. I would say, yeah. Uh, and and it's the most variety. And um, yeah, Ronaldo true. points out the uh, the anime wire work that uh, was happening, but it was totally badass. So Yeah. 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 I mean, even the, the uh, GN and... Kenshin fight is like mm-hmm. one of the better fights yeah. of, the, of the three movies. I would have to yeah. say, you know, just like the acrobatics of it all, and the fact that you know it's like wires and guns, and there's always like, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, he's always like moving around like a little Spider Man, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and it, it just like, like he runs so fast, he's his like body's kind of yeah. on the ground yeah, yeah. as yeah. he runs like sideways against the wall. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you think about like every fight that happens in there, there's so many different ones, but every single one of them references something from like anime, like the one yeah. where Kenshin's fighting all the dudes in the dojo it's yeah. some of it's referential to the panels from the manga yeah. and then you have like the fight in the brawler's room like it's mm-hmm. it's all very stylistically yeah. appealing i think that's what stands out the most and, from all three movies and in addition to the the fight choreography being so intentional and so you know varied in flavor in mm-hmm. in a really good way mm-hmm. like the cinematography is so, oh, so yeah. good yeah. it's yeah. so good it's so dead on um you just because you the way they shoot it you like literally feel like you are involved in this fight that this fight yeah. is happening around you mm-hmm. currently and it, it's just there's so awesome. many there's so many like good moving parts to it yeah. Too, yeah. which makes it really um, amazing Ben's Gaming 808 says uh, best usage of kendo I've seen in a movie uh, mm. if only the choreographer for this did the Star Wars lightsaber fight oh, oh. No. <laughs> yeah well Lucasfilms get this one guy one day I mean it would be really great to see Kylo Ren just just oh, swooping man. around and like you know doing little flips yeah. listen I would not yes. be opposed to yeah. that yeah I gotta say cause like it does you feel like like when you and then maybe it's just like the way they're trained the actors themselves yeah, yeah. You've, and it's it's all it's so so much practical effects like there's so little CG in this movie yeah like, yeah, it's, yeah no it's very very clearly mostly practical um, and it's yeah, there's. I mean, like in the 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 lead does a lot of his own stunts. And it's like like that face don't change. There's not a lot of things where he's not doing it. It's yeah. crazy. 
Um, but anyway, it, it's it's amazing to me that, especially when you're talking about the big scenes where he's fighting a bunch of dudes, that tends to look really stupid in, like, mm-hmm. if you watch other, com- like, the old Batmans where he's, like, mm-hmm. fighting yeah. off 20 thugs. You're like, that's dumb. Like, they're all, like, waiting for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but in this one, they really pull it off in kind of a believable way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you get, I think the way, again, just going back to the way that it's filmed, it's like you get this sense of continuous action every time a battle mm-hmm. is happening mm-hmm. and you go through it's like every battle is almost like its own little mini story yeah. unto itself mm-hmm. and there is a beginning and a middle and an end and you feel totally involved and you are carried through and then oh, you get back to and yeah. then you get back to another <laughs> place where you're like okay the fight's over now yeah. and then it starts up again mm-hmm. it, it, there's always a good contrast too and I I think this goes to saying that you know it takes a lot from the anime because mm-hmm. you know yeah. like the anime yeah. kind of like formula is to always have the one-on-one matchups you know and they definitely have the really great one-on-one matchups one of the better ones is when it's Kenshin and Saito which is one of the Mm -hmm. best fights in the Mm -hmm. series in all of the series and they definitely did it justice because you know they're fighting in the rain and they have all the the, like they're about to like kill each other basically Um, does he do I don't think he does his gotosu then he only does at the end right he only does at the end yeah Yeah. well no he does his gotosu stance I believe does he? He? I don't think, I think so. So he takes the stance, but he doesn't. But then he, he doesn't, doesn't do it. Do it. He, he doesn't Yeah, because yeah. he yeah. does it only at the end when they're Which, fighting. And it's at terrible because yeah. I was thinking to myself, "Does he do it? Does he do it?" And then we get the end, like, "Oh, he's doing it." I forgot that he does it against the chandelier. Yeah, which, yeah. which yeah. So, okay. I would like laugh. I was like, that sucks. Yeah, yeah it does yeah. suck that he used the chandelier because it would have been way cooler if you just stabbed Connery. Like, you thought, or like stabbed yeah. the Gatling gun, yeah. but then he was just like, I'm going to stab the, the chandelier. chandelier. The way and, he was jumping, he was like, he kind of yeah. went like that. I was like, this is a little bit. Mm. That, that's, I think it was because they. He's not supposed to be in that fight. Right. Yeah. Right. That's you know? true. He's not supposed to murder anybody here. Yeah. And and so Kenshin is supposed to have the last blow, which yeah. I, I believe he does. No, the chandelier takes him Ta- down, right? No, he uh, no, he like not- hits him at the very end. Like oh, they, yeah. they, they yeah. talk for a second. He's like, oh, I can make you rich, and then he's like, no. And then like, the no, bounce. that's yeah. right. Yeah, pass. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that was just because they were just like, how do we fit him in here? Like, you can't really <laughs> kill him. And I think it's you know it's not a rated R movie either, so it's like it's not, for the most yeah. part you have to like yeah. limit the violence to like it being cartoony so mm-hmm. I'm just like not the best use of Saito I'd say but they were no. just like we're paying this guy yeah. Yeah. so much he smoked so many cigarettes so already many cigarettes, <laughs> so much he needs we need to like it's put like him in the, the fight the same cigarette the whole movie yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's been working on it a long time <laughs> that, that's what I would have to say that is where it kind of falls short for mm-hmm. me a little bit and I was just that's like, like eh. the, the, for the, that's where your only complaint is insane yeah, yeah. for this yeah. kind of movie like because I mean to be very fair like Saito was not my favorite character no. in the manga, mm-hmm. but the movies have made me like that character so much more. It's uh, it's definitely because of the actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I no, I agree. The actor yeah. who plays him is amazing, phenomenal, yeah. and and you just yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing is like you. Mm, there's something about him being like a real person, and you seeing him just like chain smoking and being so yeah. like shiny so cool. and sweaty yeah. and like <laughs> the cool he's thing, so gross. You I, just I would, love him. You know, you just kind of like think about uh, the characters. And I would say besides Kenshin, Saito is, like, a, one of the best, like, representations of Saito. It is. Yeah. Yes. The actor, his demeanor, yep. uh, his habits. Yeah, he pulls it, just, it off. Yeah, his, like, kind of posture. Like, he yeah. 
owns Ooh. owns Saito. Mm-hmm. He's he just like you see him and you're like, ooh, shivers. Like <laughs> you know, like he's a cool guy. He yeah. looked kind of dorky <laughs> as a Shinsengumi, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I didn't like, like the Shinsengumi part, but like because like, it's like he has the same hair, but he's yeah. just like in, in like Shinsengumi robes. Yeah, he looked he looked exactly the same with the same hair. It was yeah. just yeah. weird. Yeah, little spikes. Oh come on! I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, we do get I mean, to see at the very end of the movie. You know I mean? uh, we do finally get to see uh, Kenshin's uh, Hiten Mitsurugi Double Dragon Flash. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Yeah. and he's like, it's such a great build up to it. Like mm-hmm. he slowly gets into like position, and even if you haven't seen the anime or manga, and like it's you know it's been like decades for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. When he starts to crouch down like that, you go, <gasps> like, oh, oh, it's happening! It's happening! Oh <laughs> but they don't call it the moves. Yeah, they Which don't. Which is no. a good choice. I yeah. feel like, yeah. that's right, we're going to show you, not tell we you. We don't need to yeah. tell you about yeah. it, though. Because it's, it's not like in most anime, it's like, oh, is he doing this? Oh, yeah, that's, that's like, true. Like, in, he's yeah. doing so true. I even feel like in anime movies that are like somehow a continuation of the series, they're so like guilty of that. Yes. It's like yeah. constantly they like call out who all of the characters yes. are as if like we forgot. Yeah. yeah, it's like we were talking about it, and we're just like, you, they talk about this character as they're right next to him, like, oh, I think that's the Bato son. <laughs> Did you know? I, I hear he's a slayer of men. <laughs> I totally know it's secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> it can be a little silly, and yeah, he didn't call it out. I think he does say it, though, right? Like, he explains what the move was I after mean, he, like, I, breaks his arm. And, no, no, he just... I think I that they, can't remember. I think they, because, I mean, they, they talk a lot, sort of, in the flashbacks, or when they're talking about, like, this is what... Kenshin's life was like before this yeah. moment. They they talk a lot about the the different sort of moves that he did, and so I I think it was previously explained. Yeah. But like when yeah. he does it, they don't take a moment to be like, oh, yeah. this is yeah. it. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it was mentioned yeah. like early on in the in the and all like the backstory. But when mm. he does it, nobody says anything about it. Can we can we talk about Jine for a little bit though? Because <laughs> Jine like ended up being a really like, I thought he was a little silly in the beginning, because when you introduce his, like, eye powers or whatever, like, <laughs> he has he has the eye powers in the series, mm-hmm. so it's like, you're like, okay, I get it. But, like, in real life, it translates a little silly, like, in, just the in the beginning. In he's yeah. literally the hokiest thing yeah, in the you, you just see it. He, his acting, he's definitely one of those, like, Japanese over-actors. Yes. I think you know he, what he I mean? must come from, like, Sentai movies or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot of, like, overacting and, like, it like, walks like weird. this. Like I mean, I think stuff. it was, the, I think it was pretty funny, too, just, like, especially that last yeah. scene where Kaoru's, like, choking, and I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> that Kaoru, man, she's really good at choking. I was like, you can do that. She was very good at, yeah. She's, she's all sh- dirty. She definitely I, does yeah. a really good I am distressed. Yeah. You know? And good I have job. to say in that, like, she had some really good choking acting, because, yeah. like, that was... <laughs> Because you believed that she was, yeah. it was not. It was, it was that was not over the top. Yeah, yeah. that it was, was like all a, the, the, the noises she was making. Yeah. I mean, yes, and to a certain extent, I was just kind of like, <laughs> you don't need to finish yeah. it. You're like, you can shorten your speech a little bit. Like, I understand you're having a hard time yeah. breathing. Yeah, you're like, yeah. and then she, it'd just be like, she'd say like three words, and she'd be like, ah, ah, yeah. and then say three more words, and you're like, okay, and just like, choose ah, your words carefully. And then she just kept it, kept kind of going for two minutes. I was like. This is a little much. Maybe this is a little <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, I feel oh, like the two Cody. things that I thought were just like really and was like the whole like his eye powers and mm. then the whole oh, like the eye powers. Yeah, yeah, and then the whole like this is a sword that does like doesn't kill. I'm like really. 
Let me explain it one more time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To like, you. this sword is not for death. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you think a sword is for? Yeah. It was, it was such a flimsy, and it was, I mean, it wasn't like the. I mean, that's how, that's yeah. how it is, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was such a flimsy thing. I'm like, and yeah. you, you know, you're probably thinking, like, oh, yeah, all these dudes that he's hitting in the head are probably dead from concussions. Oh, but, yeah. like, you know, you don't think about that. Yeah. You don't think about, like, all Eternal the people he's maybe. Damage. Yeah, maybe he's, like, paralyzed. Like, it's, it's, like, it's a family movie. <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, what are your favorite parts? All of them. We oh my god! I don't favorite parts, favorite fights. You can name. Uh, you can name even more than one if you want to. I mean, the Sonosuke fight. Yeah. Yeah. Sonosuke fight's yeah. good. We can, we can all agree that's one of our favorites. Sonosuke fight, yeah. and then um, obviously uh, a kitchen fight with Seno and uh, Monk guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the fight. Yeah, that, that was, was the fight. Yeah, Kenshin also. Yeah, that first. Uh, Fight between Snowskin and Kenshin. But was the, also the, really good. the best part about the second fight in the kitchen was the, the chicken part. Like, yeah, yeah. In the he's eating a chicken. He just like just start eating yeah. the chicken. He wants some chicken, and then and then he's like, no, no, I don't eat meat. And then he's just like poor chicken. Yes. Uh, and then he's a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And then and then Sano comes in and he's just like drinking some wine. And he's like, you want some? And he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like for a second, they're like, huh. okay, because he's kind of like, wait, 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 like he just kind of goes, he's like leaning backwards, like just, just wait, and the guy's like, oh, okay, you're talking, you're talking to me, I guess I'll wait, yeah. like because yeah. they haven't really spoken the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. Was yeah. I liked, I liked a lot of the stuff at the, the like raid on the mansion. Like I just thought yeah. that was really well done. That you know they built it up really well yeah. and. The, it, the the great fight was like you can you knew there was a bunch of people there. Yeah, and then he fights all those people and. And then it's like you, the way that they have it is like, you know, they introduce his style of it being like, his whole thing is to be one person amongst many. Yes. And be able to defeat them all. Yes. And he does it. And you're like, that's so cool. So badass. Um, uh, I would have to say that one of my favorite fights is the Saito and Kenshin fight. Because I, that's one of the fights in the anime that's. Just like it left such a huge impression, hmm. huh. and then to see that happen like in live you, action. Yeah, okay, I mean, for me, <laughs> for me, it's a, it's a nostalgia just thing. Shit all it's, over it's just no, I mean, sure. It's, it's not as good. It's not as good as like the the Jine fight. You know, the dude with the wires fight. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, there's something about that particular scene that's so iconic. It would suck to not have it. Yeah, because yeah. he is fighting against. Like he doesn't want to fight him, so yeah. the whole the whole fight is him trying not to fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but having to ref- do reflexive moves, and that's kind of it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. He, it's super and he's supposed to get his his crap kicked in. I mean, in the anime, it's like way more intense, and they almost yeah. basically kill each other. But yes, yeah. it is. I I also like to, and we touched on it earlier, just like the portrayal of Megumi. Like I yeah. I like I found like I liked her right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I really think that even if I didn't know the character from the series, I would have felt the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that actress is like an award winning, like the the Japanese Academy Award. She's won like a million she, times. Yeah. She was, she's, she's fantastic. like super. Funny. Yeah, it's like you know, like the actress who plays Megumi. She does a lot of things which I see a lot more in Western acting. Like there's a lot of subtlety, mm-hmm. so in, much subtlety in her acting. And I was like, you, whoever trained you, needs to train a whole slew <laughs> because she's so good. Like she is. the way like. Her eyes like kind of twitch when she yeah. cries, or like yeah. the lip trembles. I'm just like, her, Whoa. she's like a solid actress. Like yeah. there are sometimes when Kenshin would like kind of kick me out of yeah. of, of her Megumi feeling. Megumi is uh, was always on point. Never. Like I was always immersed with her performance. Yeah. All right, so to the lions, I calling this rating system. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So what, what is it? Oh, oh we, right, we, we do so, Oh, so we we're not doing by by okay. five anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. So one, two, three. 
Yeah. 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 It's easier than the four. We're out of four. All right, so uh, we got to thank Funimation yet again yeah. and Justin Rojas for inviting us to see the awesome screening. Hopefully, yes. we get to be uh, invited to more and see <laughs> yeah. some more awesome well, continuations of the Kenshin live action. And, uh, and speaking of uh, the Blu-ray release for the first uh, Kenshin film, the one that we discussed today, mm-hmm. has been released. Uh, it is available for pre-order right now on uh, Funimation. Uh, if you go to Funimation Films, you can find the yeah. link mm-hmm. to pre-order it. Uh, it. I cannot wait to own this. And uh, they actually also very uh, recently released uh, at Otakon last week. They are actually going to, Funimation is actually going to be doing a dub of this film. Mm-hmm. You know, be, Some people need a dub. Yeah, I was going to say, it, you know, I, yeah. you be that as it may, it's like you might have feelings about like dubbing live action. That's really weird. Some people like really it really takes yeah. them out of things if they sure. have to read, read subtitles. And sometimes it's a lot to read. Yeah. I mean, even though yeah. Kenshin is a very beautiful movie, and um, I would and I wouldn't necessarily want to change the mm-hmm. dub. Like it's good to have yeah. the option. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of the usual suspects from Funimation who are uh, going to be providing the voices for this. Uh, but. Uh, uh, Micah Salasad, who is doing the voice of Kenshin, is like a huge Kenshin fan. So he's mm-hmm. so like he basically gets to play his dream role. Right. And yeah. it, it's not in the capacity. Of, of course, he would rather have like dubbed the whole freaking yeah. series. But like yeah. this is a this is a really cool yeah. uh, opportunity yeah, for him. One. It would have been awesome yeah. though if yeah. they had the original VO cast for yeah. the anime. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> super dope. Well, well, not all of them. Yeah. Not all of them. But I mean, Kenshin was yeah. really good. I yeah. thought. Yeah, uh, I actually liked the guy who was. Kenshin yeah. in, the, in the old dub. I mean, I, yeah, I re-watched the dub recently, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, there's, like, really terrible parts, but for the most part, yeah, it's, solid. it's pretty yeah. watchable. Yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah, but some other uh, voice actors who are involved in it, um, Alexis Tipton is doing the voice of Kaoru, uh, Eric Vale, who is the voice of Trunks in Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, future Trunks, mm-hmm. uh, adult Trunks, uh, teenage, you know, not baby Trunks, uh, uh, is the voice of Sonosuke, and uh, Trina Nishimura, who is the voice of... Um, Mikasa in Attack on Titan is the voice of Megumi. So. Cool. Yeah. Wow, it sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I guess just check out and just keep in mind yeah. that September 12th to 14th, you're going to see the second movie, Kyoto Inferno. Kyoto Inferno. It's going to be super Eat. cool, especially if you like the Kyoto arc. Yes, wow. it's awesome. Yeah. Definitely, it, it's worth supporting, especially if you yeah. do want to have more like yeah. more of these, these kind of showings. come to and the U.S. I yeah. like cannot stress enough how magical it was to like see this in the movie theater yeah. <laughs> like Absolutely. everyone needs to do this yep. uh, so you know give every give Funimation your love and support and make sure that you're like wanting to do this you need to support them in yeah. social media yeah. and so in case there are other really awesome live action movies out there, we can yeah. actually go to a theater yeah. and yeah. watch it on the big screen like it was meant to be. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. and that would be yeah. really, uh, that would be, I Not think, culturally yeah. amazing <laughs> for all of us weeaboos yes. out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, the second movie, September 12th to 14th. The third movie, October 3rd to 5th. Keep your eyes yep. open. And uh, what do we have for next week? We are doing Kingsclave, Final Fantasy 15. Holy shit. Uh, it is some madness. <laughs> Uh, it's coming out in theaters around America this Friday and then Blu-ray and shit on October so just watch next yep. week do it yep tune in next yeah. week yep. tune in next week <laughs> for right. Kingsglade alright see you guys next week bye. bye bye like how we wave like <laughs> jazz hands from producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire Popcorn Talk Network 
We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.